Welcome to Market Proof Marketing, the podcast from the industry leaders at Do You Convert, where we talk about the current and future state of marketing and online sales for builders and developers across the globe. We're not here to sell you, we're here to help you and to try and elevate the conversation. Is there a topic you'd like us to cover or a question you'd like us to answer? We'll do it. Simply send an email to show at doyouconvert.com. Welcome to another fabulous episode of Market Proof Marketing. And today I have Greg, the Vice President of Events and Experience at PCBC here in the studio with us to talk about the all new Pacific Coast Builders Conference coming to you in 2023. Greg, thanks so much for joining us. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. So how long have you been doing events in the home builder space, Greg? Yeah, since the mid-1990s. So it's been a while and seen changes and it's been ups and downs. Very cyclical industry, as you know all too well. And it's been a great experience. I'll let you dive into more about what PCBC has been about and Mm -hmm. what's changing and where it's going. But I thought I'd just start first with the quick story of my first builder event of any kind really was in 2007 when my builder sent me to the International Builder Show. And it was a fantastic Mm -hmm. show, still is a great show, massive in its scale, especially for first time visitors. And you have to, you know, have extra socks, extra cushy socks. And it's just a I mean, you can't see it all. It's impossible, right? So I, I did that for a couple of years. And then I think my first year to go to PCBC was 2010. And it blew my mind in a completely different way. So where, whereas I felt a, a connection to the to the people at the international show, um, because certainly we're all in the same industry and, and, and that was great. Once I went to PCBC, I was like, oh, this is the avant-garde kind of pushing the envelope I mean, there were topics uh, being discussed that I couldn't find at the big show. And there were people talking from outside of the industry, giving a different perspective about the consumer journey and experiences in general that I frankly just didn't know existed early on in my career. And so PCBC has always had a unique spot for me when it comes to events, but I'm guessing none of what I experienced was like an accident, right? There, this has always been a different show with a little bit of a different purpose. Well, yes, very much so. And thank you for saying so. Uh, that has been a point of differentiation for PCBC for as long as I've been involved and since before I even came on board. PCBC's tagline is the art, science, and business of housing. And we really think of that as uh, the combination of all three of them, the merger of all three where something really special and unique and magical happens, both in community design and also in the gathering of people and the different perspectives and the different uh, expertise and how it all needs to blend together to make a wonderful community and also to make a wonderful event. And as to the outside, the industry thinking that you saw that uh, we continue to emphasize year after year, that's very deliberate as well. So it's something that I think about as an exercise in lateral thinking for the audience. And the idea is just that you're not going to find solutions to your biggest challenges if you spend day after day, nose to the grindstone, just trying to grind it out. That those kinds of breakthrough ideas and breakthrough perspectives come when you hear 
from someone who's outside of your day-to-day world talking about similar challenges, but from a different point of view. Yeah. And I, I don't know what your take on this would be, but I mean, at first, I just think um, on your website, you have a list of past keynote uh, speakers and you've got people like uh, Chip Conley and Gary Vaynerchuk, Simon Sinek, Stephen Cotier. I mean, just amazing, amazing speakers. This year, I know one of your keynote speakers is the head of global content for TikTok, I believe. Correct. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I felt, but I don't, again, I, I'm curious from your perspective as the, as, as the person making all this stuff happen, that if I had attended PCBC, maybe the first year in my career, I would have been really lost because there's so much of like, when you come out of school or you're brand new to something, I, I found that the people who already have some existing context and then are challenged with new thoughts it's kind of like, that's when the magic really happens. But I, I don't know if I would have, you know, year one attended or if I didn't have a mentor or someone kind of saying, Hey, take this from what they're speaking about, you know, cause, and I think that's a pro, not a con either, by the way, because outside influences and voices need to be heard to challenge us, but someone has to be able to filter through and, and figure out what are the parts that apply or don't apply. Anyway, is that a fair, and it's okay if, if you, if you disagree, you can, you can, you can let me know why uh, you feel that way, but that, that's just a sense that I have just of, of it's, it is unique in that sense. That is a fair assessment. I, I don't disagree with the observation. I would say that you got dropped into the industry and the industry's events at a very interesting time. So oh, if you too. first started going in 2007 you saw the industry at its peak just before it all came crashing down. I, I refer to that as the steroid era of mm. home building. Yep. Uh, you kind of have to take all of the numbers with a grain of salt. So PCBC in that particular year, if you had come to see us, uh, we were in all three halls of the Moscone Center at San Francisco. We had over 30,000 attendees. By 2010, when you came and attended our event for the first time, we were deep in the throes of the, the meltdown and, and figuring out where it was going to go from here. Um, one thing that has always been consistent in our programming has been the desire to gear it to a high-level audience, to challenge their thinking, and to present them with concepts that they probably wouldn't find at other industry events. And I think what you're describing is something that goes sort of hand in hand with that, which is it can be challenging and it respects the audience's intelligence, but also probably creates a little bit of a gap for someone who is new. And I would say that something that we can improve on and events everywhere can improve on is making it easier to have a point of entry and to have sort of a mentorship, whether that's you know, from within your own organization or something that we're providing access to yeah. at the event itself to sort of onboard you and get you up to speed quicker. Yeah. And I, I, again, I think it's a feature, not a bug because you, it's an event with a specific purpose and a specific audience. And I just think it's good for people to know going in that, you know, it's kind of like, I think it's Baz Ehrlman is a, an Australian filmmaker made Moulin Rouge, which was a film that I, I really enjoyed when I first saw it. But all of Baz's films, he comes from a viewpoint of 
from the moment you sit in your chair, I want the audience member to know that you have to pay attention and lean into this content mm-hmm. because it's never going to stop. The pace will never slow down. You will always feel lost unless you stay in the story. And he, he, he makes movies with that intent. And then there's other filmmakers who want it to be very deep, thoughtful, contemplative pieces. And, and Baz is like, no, you're on a ride with me and I'm going from the first second. So get on. And I think, again, it's, it's a, it's a very unique event. I mean, I, again, just for context, and then we'll go to the, some of the specifics about, about this year's event and, and what you have planned, but, and I don't know that I'm going to pronounce his name right, but I remember seeing uh, Platon. He's a, a photographer mm-hmm. was a keynote speaker. Yep. And I mean, he's, he's showing these beautiful images of Barack Obama and Snowden and like quasi highly divisive political figures. And you would think that the audience is, if you didn't know better, you'd be like, well, this must've been a highly charged political discussion. And instead it was about the humanity of everything and the multiple perspectives and viewpoints and how people project I remember, uh, you know, his picture of Putin and the story of all that he had to go through to get that particular image and Putin very, being very precise on how he wished to be projected in his photograph. So it's just, you kind of have to go in knowing that you're going to lean into this conference. You're not just going to show up and, you know, casually learn two great new ideas and have a good dinner. Like it's, that's not what this event is about, is it? Uh, no, it's not, and that's a great observation. And 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 I really, I'm, in fact, I'm going to borrow that when I talk about the show to to new people from now on. Very much so. It is about, as I said, uh, respecting the audience's intelligence and inviting them into something that is hopefully transformative. That in the course of the two or three or potentially four days that you're there, taking it all in you are going to get perspectives that change the way you see and think about the work that you do. Yeah. Okay. F- final uh, Kevin Oakley brag on PCBC and then we'll get into the details. Mm-hmm. But I worked for a company in Heartland Homes for, for the largest stint of my career and they loved and encouraged ongoing education and, and paid for all of my attendance at shows, et cetera. Then that company was acquired by a national builder whose policy was basically you just, you don't really interact with the outside world Mm-hmm. And we're certainly not going to pay for your travel or give you time off uh, or pay for any of this to attend. And there was about a five second hesitation on my part. And I was like, well, then that just means I'm taking vacation and I'm buying tickets and I'm flying mm-hmm. from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania uh, over to San Francisco because I'm not missing this event. Uh, that was 2000 and. Uh, 15, I believe. And I took conference calls, even though I was on vacation outside of the Moscone Center about the price of drywall and where we were going to find trade contractors. And I went right back in and, and absorbed all I could. So it really is, again, if you, it's an event unlike anything else and, and one that I wouldn't miss. All right. Uh, this what's, what's on the, when is the event this year and, and what's kind of new or, or different or kind of tease a little bit about what you've got up your sleeve. Yeah, so it's coming right up. It is May 24th and 25th. We are in Anaheim, California. First time we have been in that city. PCBC, going back to its origins in 1959, has almost every year been held in San Francisco. We did a few years in San Diego as well. Mm -hmm. And this is our first time there. So a couple of things. One is that there's a little bit of Energy and excitement that comes from refreshing the location, taking people somewhere new. 
And specifically, we had Anaheim in our sights because it is in the heart of Orange County, which is the hub of so much innovation in residential design and development. And some really big home building firms, community developers, architects, and wanted to bring our audience there. And so we're excited to be in Anaheim, next door to Disney, and I think it's going to be a great event. Yeah. So... 24th, 25th, what day is the week? That's a uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday. So exactly right. You're, like you're saying, you can now again, this is just my take. Greg can disagree with me. If I brought my family to this event, I would say, just don't expect to see me at all on the 24th or 25th. Cause I'm with my people. I'm, I'm experiencing what I came here to experience. And so sometimes I have to tell my wife and kids, like, this is, this is maybe not the trip or fly out a different day, but anyway, they, they can certainly come out. But there's, you've got the perfect uh, timing there to, to be able to spend Friday, Saturday. My youngest son would tell you that the uh, Super Mario World just opened at Universal. So, you know, you got Disney and Universal uh, right nearby to, to go mm-hmm. check out as well. Um, talk about the, the two keynotes that you've announced uh, so far and, uh, and why you chose them. Yes. So we're very excited. The opening keynote speaker on the first day is Sean Acor. So he is a past keynote of ours from 2015, one of the highest rated speakers we've ever had. Sean is an expert in positive psychology. He's a former Harvard researcher. And specifically, he ties concepts of happiness back to productivity, uh, both for the individual and for teams. Does a wonderful job of making it business relevant. Phenomenal speaker. Very excited to have him back. Our day two keynote is Kudzi Chukumbu. He is head of global creator marketing for TikTok. And d- regardless of how you feel about that company and some of the controversy that swirls around it, there is no denying that it is one of the most popular platforms on earth. It is growing at a time when other social media companies are laying off staff. And it is making a profound impact on uh, people's, particularly younger generations, use of video as a search technique. I read that for Gen Z, it is more popular to conduct information search via Instagram and TikTok than it is on Google. That is a profound change. And we want to hear from him about what's going on with TikTok and specifically what he's going to address is. A social media presence that is rooted in your own authentic voice that connects in deeply engaging ways with consumers. Yeah, I can't wait to hear his talk. And I also, um, for those people who who listen frequently to the show, will know that when it comes to that search behavior that you're describing, I think that that data point is probably true or it is true. My question to him would be, uh, and, and, I will, and I will ask it, I can't wait, because usually there is Q&A time on these keynotes, is... Is it additive search? Meaning, do I do an initial search on TikTok, uh, see a couple of restaurants featured in the area I'm looking at, and then do additional searches on Google for specific directions mm-hmm. or to get other pieces of content? So is it additive and everyone's just getting more exposure earlier in the funnel with TikTok or is it replacement search and most perspective is on that? But I, I completely agree. D- despite any viewpoint you have on the company or, or anything around it, uh, my uh, good friend, uh, Andrew, the ad doctor, uh, Peak, who co-hosts the show regularly with me, Greg, he would say that there's no there's no 
platform that has taught us how the consumer wants to consume content uh, better, and uh, both in terms of form, but uh, or, or length, but also very specific camera angles, speaking styles, uh, cadence of voice, colors, imagery. Like, there's just no better place to absorb all that stuff than than on TikTok. So that's going to be incredible. And then besides keynotes, talk to talk to those of of the listeners who haven't been before, kind of how the, once the keynotes are done, how does the rest of those days uh, transpire in terms of different opportunities for education? Absolutely. So PCBC is both a trade show with a large exhibit floor of exhibitors, uh, product manufacturers displaying a wide range of new building products, uh, materials, systems, technologies. So all of the major suppliers that you would expect to see at a home building event uh, have their products on display on the floor. And then throughout the day as well, we are running concurrent sessions across really all of the disciplines that go into a home building operation. So we have design trends and marketing and consumer insights. We have uh, strategy and operations. We have land acquisition and the capital markets, and a whole series of programming running throughout the day, both days. So you will get a lot of industry fair on uh, sort of best practices and what's new and what is innovative, as well as we always want to sprinkle in those surprise speakers from outside the industry who will give you a slightly different point of view. Yeah, I again... And then I want to shift to some questions about your own experience, uh, creating experience for the audience. But I, one of the coolest things that happened, and I don't remember the name of the gentleman, but I was just walking down the hallway towards another educational session. And I saw a group of people, there's like 15 people with chairs just sitting in a little room off to the, like an open area off to the side. And it was one of the top people from Zappos mm. just having an informal chit chat about like how the operation runs and questions and answer. And I veered off and sat there for the next 45 minutes and thought like it was, you know, how Disney, you can go to Disney and you have these little magical experiences throughout your stay. And you're like, how the heck do they make thousands of people feel like something just happened by mistake or on accident, but it was all intentional and planned. And I've never had that kind of experience at a conference, certainly not the size of PCPC or NAHBs. But that was just like, well, wait, what else am I missing? What other cool things are going on all around here? So you, you just always be on alert because um, it's also just like the format and the styles of, of engagement opportunities you guys create that is so, so unique. Well, that's a great anecdote. And I'm so glad you had that experience. It speaks to what happens when event organizers do their job well. And uh, so I hope that what we're doing is creating an environment where those kinds of random collisions are more likely to happen because of the people who are there in the space, the way the space itself is formatted, and just the spirit of inquiry and sharing and idea transfer. And you do enough of that, and a lot of it takes care of itself. Not all of it, but I think that's a key ingredient yeah. to what we do. I mean, and also your willingness to, 
you know, we were brainstorming. I'll, I'll be speaking at PCBC along with with other marketing folks as well. And I was like, hey, Greg, also, you know, we do the podcast. And you're like, yeah, bring the equipment. We'll we'll mm-hmm. figure out a space. And so mm-hmm. where as you go to other events and they're trying to shoot you away of like, wait, you do you have, are you authorized? What's going on here? And so mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. Okay. So your title is vice president of events and experience. Mm-hmm. And from interacting with you, I also just know that that word means a lot to you. So um, I guess this is kind of in the spirit of PCBC itself, Greg, for the marketers and home building that are listening, what, what do you think that word really means and how, how should marketers be thinking about that word in 2023 in, in home building, if you want to go there, but also more broadly? Yeah, that's a great question. So a word like experience can be a little bit loaded. A lot of people use it. It means different things to different people. I will tell you that for what I do, so much of it is rooted in the belief that change doesn't occur until someone feels something first. So when you activate someone's emotions, you make them more receptive to a new idea or new way of thinking about things. And so to me, as an event organizer, the kinds of things that you were describing as unique about PCBC, about the kinds of speakers and the fun, surprise, uh, unexpected moments, those are really essential if what you're trying to do is create an experience for people that has the power to shift the way they think about things, right? If you're not activating their emotions, then you're operating on a completely different level and you can still do something of transactional value. So this is not a judgment. It's just to say that PCBC's goal has always been more than to help home building companies build more homes, make more money and not get sued. If there's not (laughs) something more to it than that, then I'm a lot less interested in working on it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And so for marketers, Sometimes emotions have two, yeah, I'm going to say that uh, there's a positive and and negative emotions. Mm -hmm. And as marketers, we often get freaked out about how to minimize the negative, which, which is important, making sure that people don't have, you know, I I used to say, make the sucky parts of the experience suck less is, is a key factor, but it does seem a little bit like the pandemic. I'm gonna I'm gonna use a shocking. I'm gonna say even the amount of demand and interest we felt as an industry. There's a lot of things that have sucked a lot of the positive emotion within ourselves out of our company cultures and and how people are approaching their work. Maybe some of that is driven by more remote work as well. More difficult having that human connection and experience where those positive emotions are are unlocked. So I love, I love what you did unintentionally here is you just brought me back to an excitement to attend PCBC to unlock some, some positive emotions that we can take back to our, our team members and ultimately our customers. Yeah, I think you're right. Unfortunately, we have been operating in this space of fear and trepidation for a few years now. And some would and say just so, so much demand, Greg, that I think it's kind of like, okay, there's another one. Like we made another sale. Like remember two years ago, mm-hmm. we were like, Oh no, another sale. Like it was that, it got that black and white of just like numbers on a spreadsheet and we got to hurry up. How do, how do we build them faster? And so it became more robotic or mechanical than maybe we mm-hmm. should have, should have become. Well, and for an industry like this, you never want to lose sight of, you know, sort of the deeply meaningful thing that's underneath the product that you're selling, you know, home and community 
I feel a little bit cliche even bringing this into the conversation, but you can't escape that as the heart of what this business is all about. Yeah. And it's, it, it's not it, shelter from the rain. It's creating mm-hmm. a home. Yeah. It's dream fulfillment. That's right. All right. Well, we hope to see you there at PCBC, May 24th and 25th. Uh, this is your last chance, Greg. Anything else you want to make sure people know about the event uh, before we go? Well, I want to make sure that they know that our esteemed host is speaking there and maybe he Absolutely. would say a few words about what he's going to cover in his session. Yeah. Oh, I love it. You you must uh, you must be an event promotion, Greg. <laughs> yeah. So it was funny when I was talking with Greg and planning this out, we said, you know, there's, there's two ways that we can go. Uh, but PCBC does such a good job of pushing us forward from an outside perspective that what I'm going to be spending the majority of my time uh, talking about is what we need to be doing kind of right now to, to take that stuff that we've seen and heard and plug it in and take action. Uh, but then, and then take the, the balance of the of 15% of the time or so to talk about kind of from within the industry also how we need to be pushing ourselves forward when it comes to, comes to marketing. And in particular, how do we take this need to create content that creates certainty? So advertising's job is just, again, to grab that attention uh, for the, for a moment in time. And we try to transition it into attention that sticks and wants to absorb the content that's being created. But that content has to create trust and certainty, certainty that the product will make our lives better, will meet our needs, will be affordable within a budget range that we can. So, so all this content has to create certainty. And the digital world has been so focused on just creating more attention and attention without a path forward of, of where to go from there is meaningless. And we're seeing that all around us right now. So, so Greg, March 7th was the all time high in home builder website activity, hmm. March 7th of this year, not of 22 or 21 or 2020 when all these sales were made. So we have no lack of attention, but we are not connecting probably because, and this was not pre-planned everyone, our overall digital experience kind of sucks and it's disjointed. And we generally say you must either go through this in-person physical process or this digital don't talk to a human process. And we, we don't yet have good ways for those two things to work together. So we don't have leads are not a problem. Traffic's not a problem. And in some cases, content that lets you make a purchasing decision is not your problem. Content that helps you understand what it would be like as an experience to live in that home or that community is still rare and, and we got to do a better job of all that. So that's that's exactly the kind of depth and forward thinking that we want to put on display. And I can't wait to hear your talk. Yeah. I'll see you there. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Thanks, Greg. Thanks for joining us on another episode of market proof marketing. Can't wait for the next one or looking to connect with other new home marketers? Become a member of our private community, DYC All Access, which is 100% free and always will be. Get exclusive content not shared anywhere else, access to private events, and the ability to join a marketing impact group with other marketers like you around the country. Visit our link in the show notes or members.doyouconvert.com to join. All opinions expressed by me, Andrew Peake, Jackie Lipinski, and our castmates are solely our own opinions. Now get to work and make sure your company is market-proof.